Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We welcome in uh, Steve Palzolo, Pro Football Focus, NFL Insider, PFF.com. Uh, all right, describe the, I know they're different stylistically, but the difference talent-wise, the gap, maybe not a gap, between Kyler Murray and Justin Herbert. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I like what Herbert's done a little bit better. I think Herbert is, is so fascinating because his arm – his arm is just different in the NFL. Um, there's only a handful of guys, I think, that throw with his velocity and carry. Uh, you know, Herbert just reaches parts of the field that most defenders aren't looking to defend. You know, you're a safety. You're like, oh, this guy's, this guy's too deep. And it's like, oh, Herbert, Herbert can get it over your head. You know, I mean, those, those types of things. They're, different levels of the field are opened up for Justin Herbert, both in the pocket and off-platform. But he's also been a really good decision maker. So um, he, I think the Chargers have been very conservative on offense, but Herbert's done a good job of not putting the ball in harm's way while also showing the ability to create incredible plays. Kyler Murray last year showed the ability to create incredible plays. You know, to, He had the highest big-time throw rate in the NFL for us last year. So he can flip the field in a hurry as well. And then he's got that incredible running ability. I think, I think Kyler's more of a scrambler than a guy that you want on a, you know, designed runs. But if you use Kyler in designed runs, you're just going to steal offense. So I think Kyler, if you tap into his rushing ability, you can get 600, 700, 800 rushing guards a year and, and just steal offense and just make things so difficult for the defense while also being able to create those big plays. So they're both, they're both potentially really good. They both have incredible tools. It's always going to be a consistency thing. And, and again, how you, how you tap into those skill sets. Uh, let's go back to last weekend real quick. What did you make of some of the the throws that Dak Prescott made against the Colts? I I, I didn't think Dak was that good in that game. Is that okay? Not really, but you can expand on that. <laughs> he wasn't that good. He kept throwing the ball into coverage, got away with a couple that should have been picked. I don't think that they the Cowboys were uh, – you know, they didn't score 54 points because of Dak. They scored 54 points because, you know, C.D. Lamb was supposed to be tackled on third down, and he wasn't, he turned it into a touchdown. I thought C.D. Lamb was spectacular. Um, I'm not saying Dak was – he didn't make any good throws. He had some good ones in there. But um, that was a game that where the defense forced all those turnovers, gave them short fields, and just everything worked pretty well offensively. I don't think Dak was the catalyst for the Cowboys last week. So now I'm going to get booted off the show. No, 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 no. you're good. Uh, what 
That's fine. So you would say, you would describe his performance last week as average. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, probably even below average overall, yeah. Which sounds crazy. I know that sounds crazy for a team that scored 54 points, but it just, that wasn't the case last week. Uh, what about the, the two touchdown throws to Gallup? Yeah, those were good. I mean, he had, he had two good touchdowns to Gallup. He had one lucky one to C.D. Lamb. He had uh, an interception and a couple others that should have been picked. So, like, the totality of everything was, um, I think, more bad than good when it came, when it comes to Dak. But they were put in position with all the short fields, the, however many turnovers. The Colts had five or six turnovers. Um, and, and then everybody on offense was good for the Cowboys. Now, as Dak fans, I would say that's good for you guys. I mean, that's good because – that's what that was what was lacking earlier in the year. You know, the week one, Dak and the offense is good. Cooper Rush takes over for a few weeks, and there were concerns about the the depth at receiver. We've talked about that plenty here. I think having Gallup come back, being so strong at the catch point the way he has, CD Lamb continuing to emerge as a true receiver one, uh, the the tight end situation with Dalton Schultz and Jake Ferguson. I mean, it's really starting to come together. The offensive line has been very good to get Tyron Smith coming back. And we know how explosive the defense is, how they can create turnovers, create havoc as pass rushers, turn the ball over. So I think as you know, if you're a Dak slash Cowboys fan, you're really excited about how everything's coming together. I'm just pointing out that last week was not a Dak-led 54 points. That was a, a big-time team effort by the Cowboys and, you know, a pretty bad effort by, by the Colts. All right. So, yeah, 33 points in the fourth quarter. Obviously, the D imposed their will and some other things. Uh, Steve Palazzolo, Pro Football Focus, PFF.com. Steve kind of leaning towards uh, evidently Dallas maybe benching Dak this weekend against the Texans. We'll move on, though, from that and talk about Joe Burrow, also another former they, SEC QB. They would have scored, scored 75 if they had Cooper Rush. That's what Steve said. Yeah, that's, that's Damn right. Cooper Rush, MVP, baby. <laughs> um, all right, Joe Burrow, he's playing, he's playing better football without Jamar Chase. What's going on in Cincinnati? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of like what I just described with Dallas. I think if you if you told me, hey, you're gonna everything's gonna be really, really good without Jamar Chase, or you know, everything else is gonna start coming together, I'd be far more optimistic. And I I think that's what we're seeing with the Bengals. Uh, there was a point early in the season where the Bengals were very just weak the way teams were attacking them defensively. They didn't have answers to just simple cover two looks. They weren't running the ball effectively. They weren't attacking the middle of the field. And then we saw the other day, the middle of the field, um, Joe Burrow and the Bengals owned it. Uh, T. Higgins has emerged as a, as a number one type of option. He's always been good, but you're seeing him in crunch time when they need him. It's, it's T. Higgins. And having him as a compliment to Jamar Chase, when Ch- you know, Chase was back the other day, wasn't back completely, but you start to see this Bengals offense really come together. They're, last year, they were so dependent on big plays. They had games where they weren't very effective offensively, and then Jamar Chase would just, you know, have a 70-yard touchdown to save things. It's it's not as uh, hit or miss this year, and there's far more consistency from the tight ends. 
from Tyler Boyd, from T. Higgins. The offensive line's much better. They can run block. So this is a better all-around team, I think, in Cincinnati. And there's something, too, big game Joe Burrow, and maybe even big game Zach Taylor. You know, he knows how to get that team up for the best games. They've, they've had some lulls. You know, the Browns a few weeks back, they get the Browns this week. We'll see if they can avoid that again. But the Bengals step up in big games, and I think that starts with Burrow and, you know, how cool he is under pressure. We saw that third and long that he converted. So a lot of things going right now, I think, for the Bengals. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, are you... Like, where are you with the Bengals? I know they're coming off the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow and, and the team are coming off the Super Bowl, and they, they got there, and that's cool. Do you think that they can find that magic again down the stretch? Or they're just not that team this yes, year? I do. No, I, I think they can because, but, you know, you, the Bills and the Chiefs and the Dolphins are, there's a lot of teams competing in the AFC. It's going to be a battle, but. I absolutely think the Bengals can. I had some concerns coming into the year that they'd be able to replicate it, but they're alleviating some of those because of how well T. Higgins has emerged and, um, you know, just seeing the consistency that they've had over the last few weeks after a, after a slow start. So, yeah, I think, I think we're in a spot where every single year uh, we have challengers to Mahomes, right? We didn't know if we were going to have that three years ago. We have challengers to Mahomes and the Chiefs. You know you've got Josh Allen and the Bills. You know you're going to have Joe Burrow and the Bengals. Um, so I, I really think it's going to start to become just a just a fascinating AFC. We, you know, it'll be not just those three teams, but it, it'll be really competitive. You'll see a different group in the AFC Championship every year. Maybe it is always the Chiefs and a different team challenging them, but it's going to be really competitive because you do have Burrow stepping up in elite quarterback category with most Josh Allen. And as a starting point, man, that's going to be really exciting for the the entire AFC. You think Andy Reid, Bill Belichick, coach till they're a hundred? Yeah, they might. <laughs> I mean, Belichick in particular, he's out there still, still doing it. But um, yeah, I mean, it just I think with coaches, that's just it's just what they know, it's what they want to do. Um, so I, I could see Reid hanging him up, you know, earlier than Belichick, relatively. But uh, yeah, we'll see. 